Hey everybody, my name's Chris Warren. My name's Matt Lopes. Welcome to the You Should Be Worried podcast. How the fuck are you, Chris? Is it disrespectful to... Is there a certain, like, hand we have to put up? Who was doing it the wrong way just now? I was doing the left for symmetry, but you're supposed to do the right. Okay. You know if you put your left hand up to your head, that means you're gay. Fuck. <laughs> I think that's the rule. I think that's how the rule works. You heard it here first. I'm gay now, everybody. Isn't it crazy how, like, fish... Like, when they see hooks in the ocean, they're like, yeah, I want that in my mouth. I think they see the food on the hook. Yeah, but, like, you should know, right? Well, Matt, you know. But that's so fucking dumb of them. Like, I, I think I'm stupid, but fish, bro, I think I'm smarter than fish. But here's the thing, man. Bro, I think fucking, if fish went to college, I might blow them out of the water. I think they would have a bad GPA. Oh, shit, that's funny as fuck. Blow them out of the water? I'll blow a goddamn not that one. I thought that was a boo button. Um, <laughs> no, but Matt, you say, that's interesting. You say they're they're dumb for like seeing the food on the hook and not knowing that it's bad for them. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no way you pulled that out that quick. That's it's crazy. But uh, and we're fucking here, baby. <laughs> you, you, eat, you you have four to five milkshakes a day, and then tell me how you want to keep all your toes. So it's <laughs> it seems like conflicting. Holy shit, dude. That's so fucking funny. No, because like, I feel like you should. You think the fish at least learn though? Like, if they if they get away from a hook, do you think they know not to fucking just eat anymore? I don't know. I feel like if if I was in a, if I was in a situation where like I almost died because of like food, I'd probably stop eating food altogether. No, but I've I almost died several times from drugs, and I just kept doing drugs. I'd be like, well, I guess I don't do that much next time. <laughs> you know? Huh? I guess. Probably make some cocky. They're like, well, I got away, so that's just free food. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to just do that shit I'm again. i fucking do it again. Yeah. I was just good enough last time. But, like, honestly, if you see, like, if I was a fish, I'd go about it a whole different way. I'd be very strategic about it. I'd be like, okay, well, let me fucking, let me eat the head part first, mm. right? I'm not just going to chomp on the whole thing, right? I'm going to eat the head part. I'm going to eat the tail part. And then maybe if, like, the middle is, like, still there, what kind then of maybe I'll go for it. What kind of fish do you think you'd be? Like fish, not lame. Well, you are what you eat, so I think I'd be a tuna. I think you make a great tuna, dude. Tunas get large, don't they? They get big, dude. They, they I've never seen a big tuna, but I think they get large. I think they can get like six feet. I think they can be big boys out in the, the ocean. The only tunas I've ever seen are like like this big and like in a circular form. So a can. <laughs> like a can, a, like a can. can size tuna. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, bro. I think if I was a fish, I'd be a slippery eel. Oh, shit. You'd totally be a fucking slimy little eel, bro. <laughs> Is that the sound they make? Yeah, that's the sound they make. <laughs> that's dope as fuck. I feel, I've only ever seen, you know, like, you've been to Subway. Oh, I've been to Subway. You know how, like, when they have the whole tuna, like, in the fucking, like, cut the metal container, and they're just taking that ice cream scooper and just fucking scooping it tuna? Like, what if they fucking did that with, like, people in a different universe? Like, what if it's, like, a, just a pile of fucking human remains, and people are just like, yeah, fucking give me four scoops of that. Oh, I could take you to some markets, Matt. Wait, what? We could go. <laughs> you know fucking cannibalist mar markets? Is it cannibalist? Is that the correct word? I think so. Yeah, if you go to... um, Is cannibalist when, like, you, you're racist towards cannibals? Or is that the... Interesting. Hmm. What's the word? What's the right word? You'd just be anti-cannibal. Hmm. But yeah, if you go to Liberia, like I don't know if they're still doing it, but back when they had their civil war. That's where they have all the books. 
Yep. <laughs> yep. The great <laughs> facts. He invents it. Facts. Shh. That's that's what they speak in Liberia. Stop talking so much. <laughs> well, yeah, they don't have national anthems. <laughs> when they have shut the fuck up and read. <laughs> when they had their uh, like. Civil War, they all do use silencers. They're like, <laughs> Everybody in authority has to have glasses on. <laughs> We'd be kings today. Hell look, yeah, look bro. Look at us. Yeah. I told Chris before the podcast starts that I think that his eyes look weird without the glasses on. I didn't mean it. No, it's not like one of my deepest held insecurities. But well, you should have fucking fine. told me not to. Where did my Coke? It's fine. I dropped it. I don't need it that much. Uh, Malcolm, fetch. I don't need it that much. No, I Chris can't. would be enabling me. <laughs> if I, if I, if I, grab I can't see the Coca-Cola with my weird beady eyes. <laughs> so I don't even know where I would grab. I don't even know. I'm sorry. You know, it's not right for me to for me to put that on you. Matt, what should we be worried about this week? We're gonna do it this quickly. Okay. I think you should worry about um being uh, identifying as white. <laughs> Stop doing that. Wild take. What do you mean Stop by that? Stop doing that. Don't, don't, don't like. So if someone asks you what race you are. Caucasian. Sounds more foreign. So it's really just a semantics You thing. could say American, but then like that's not a race, right? Yeah, only white people do that shit. They're always like, I'm American. It's like, you know what? <laughs> exactly. You know what I was asking. No, totally. They totally do. Oh, where are you from? I'm from America. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, like what are, what are you? That's so nuts. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely think because if you're gonna go, if you're gonna say, "Oh, I'm white," like that, just like you're asking for it, you know? Like you're for what? You're asking for it. What's it? If you if someone's like, "Hey, what are you?" and you're like, "I'm white," you're like asking for it. Okay, so if I I'm gonna we're gonna experiment. I think I think <laughs> I think I said what I had. No, we're, I had we're we're gonna experiment. <laughs> hey, uh, Matt Lopes is an interesting last name. Uh, what Caucasian? <laughs> Seamless answer. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, no, try again. Sorry. Try it again. Hey, hey, Matt. Lopes is an interesting last name. What uh, ethnicity are you? Isn't ethnicity like religion? No. I thought you were going to ask me what race I was. I mean, that's another way of asking it. Ethnicity and race are the same exact thing? I think race are bigger categories, like white or black, and ethnicity is like more specific. Like, like to the nation? Wouldn't that be nationality, Chris? Well, no, because not all ethnicities have nations. This guy. They don't. There's a lot of ethnicities that don't have their own nation. Okay, so what would my ethnicity be? Well, I, that's what I'm asking you. Yeah, but if I don't know. Well, I, you're just going to yell Caucasian, so. But, but Lopes is a Portuguese last name. So then Portuguese. But right. I'm not, right? I, I don't. I can't tell you what your family history is. I'm, Bridge, I'm from Bridgeport. So you're an American. My my father and mom grew up in Bridgeport. Hell yeah, dude. But like they're they're Portuguese. My my dad's Portuguese. My mom's Italian though. Are Germans also Caucasian? Yeah. Really? That's interesting. You know, interesting. I thought Caucasian the Caucasian mountains or of of whatever they're called was in America. Is that not tr- true? No. So the the Caucasus, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Caucasus are in Eastern Europe. Caucus is a form of government, is it not? Well, there's a caucus, which is, but we're talking about the caucuses, which are mountain range. Is caucus and government, does it have to be made up of white people or can other people be on the caucus? 
I mean, I guess it would depend on the caucus. There's nothing that makes it racial inherently. There's a black caucus. So why do they call it a caucus? It's just a word. It's like a group of shared interests. So there's like a black caucus in Congress. And that's made up of black people? Yeah, like... Or is it like of all different... Does It's mixed up. It's no, mixed I believe up? it's like all black congressmen. Don't quote me on that. Can we look it up without... Like, at, like, yeah, we'll look it up. I don't, I, watch, I'm going to be so wrong. The black caucus... I, I would assume... <laughs> no one wants to hear us think about this. They just want to know, you know? It's like, how can we mix... <laughs> Race and yeah. politics all in one 10-minute segment. I would assume that it maybe a black caucus deals with p- problems in the black community, and it's probably made up of a different like different kinds of people. But like they just focus on like issues pertaining to black people. That's why it would be called a black caucus. All right, so what the, this is what it says on Wikipedia. Okay. Um, so since its establishment in 1971, the Congressional Black Caucus, sometimes referred to as the CBC has been committed to using the full constitutional power, statutory authority, and financial resources of the federal government to ensure that African Americans and other marginalized communities in the United States have the opportunity to achieve. Yeah, that's all right. So I was right. I was right. Uh, so it could be made up of anybody, but it just it pertains to like minority groups more. I, I guess so. So is the white caucus a thing, or is it just a caucus called just a caucus? Look up a white caucus if anything pops Where, up. I'm going to get it put on a list. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't there a white caucus? White caucus. It's so Let's check dumb. it out. It's so fucking dumb. No. That's fine. All right. Let's I don't think we have one. I think we're underrepresented in government, Matt. I think that's what they're saying. <laughs> we're being oppressed. I'm very down to switch up uh, topics. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, overall, overall, I think you should be just be uh, worried about identifying as white if anything just say just say caucasian it sounds it sounds better no do what i do convert to the one true religion judaism and then when people ask you you can just say you're jewish it's great <laughs> it's sick oh, you can fuck. just become a minority that's what i learned i just became a minority over the course of like three years that's how i was with food <laughs> explain when i was younger i wasn't fat and now i'm huge and now i'm a minority i think you're in the majority i think like 60 percent of americans are obese right now no I think so. It's like 30%. So technically, if it's under 50, it's minority. Give it up for Matt. I try. I try. Where's the applause button? Please clap. Nope. All right. You know what? That was was meant. This whole segment is going to get us canceled. No, it's not. What's next? Chris, what are you worried about today? I'm worried about what we just talked about. Honestly. (laughs) We're switching it up. I can change my you should be worried. I can do that. I can go in and I can find another one. Well, I'm I think you should be worried about eating things off of a hook. (laughs) If you're swimming in the ocean. I feel like I feel like you should be worried about uh about stray worms (laughs) just fucking floating in a river. Mm. You know? You never know if they look delicious. Yeah, it looks fucking good. But you'll never know if that fucking hook is if there's a hook attached to it or not. Like that's a deadly ass decision. Can you imagine swimming in a fucking river and then and like just trying to eat like a snack or whatever and that snack like literally kills you? Is that what's gonna happen to me? <laughs> I didn't even need to say it. Oh no. It's gonna be a random snack on a Tuesday. <laughs> it's gonna fucking destroy my life. No, that's what's going to happen. Holy fuck. You're going to be eating cookies, and there's going to be like, oh, I think I'm done. You're like, one more cookie couldn't hurt, and that last (laughs) cookie just ends you. Yeah, yeah. But that's how I always act about cookies. I'm like, all right, that's enough. Maybe one more. 
You know, that's how I always am. And then one day that extra one's going to be my fucking, or it could just be like the first one, you know, depending on if I like didn't shit that day yet. You think how much shit you have in you has to do with whether or not the cookie is going to kill you? Yes. Explain. Because if you ate so much food one day and then you don't shit it out, mm-hmm. and you just eat more food the next day, that's double the amount of food that's in your body. So I, I figure if you have so much food at one point in your body, you fucking shut down. Which is why I always try to shit. Try. And if I'm ever constipated, I push. I fucking push. I hate this. We got food to eat today. We got fucking. I hate food this to conversation so fucking much. <laughs> Chris, what do you think people should be worried about? I'm I'm worried about your understanding <laughs> of biology. Honestly, that's what I'm most worried about. I'm very concerned about. Why? Uh, it's not right. So you're saying that it's not right. I don't. What I'm doing. What I'm saying. How I, how I perceive shit. I think you should be more worried about your insulin levels. My blood my blood sugar is perfectly normal. When was the last time you said you wait? You've told me you'd refuse to go to doctors. When was the last time that was checked? Well, my grandma likes to test her um, blood sugar all the time at her house. Okay, and so she has a machine that does it. And sure, I haven't used it since I've been to the doctor, but last time I checked, I was like a hundred pounds lighter, and shit was fine. <laughs> so you don't think there's any sort of massive life change that might? You think a hundred pounds is massive? Aren't you like fucking one thirty? You're and you're fine. Oh no, I'm bulking up, dude. I'm up to one forty five. I'm getting big. My mom was cleaning my room the other day because I was because she she does that. I'm twenty four years old. I still live at home, and mom doesn't like when the house ain't clean. So um, I had she she bought in the, in my bathroom yeah. growing up. We had a regular scale, but over time, like one day that scale just read ERR instead of numbers. <laughs> You beat the game. <laughs> I was like, final high score, bitch. Fucking high score. <laughs> and so my mom was like, that's not good. I have to buy you an industrial scale. <laughs> like the shit they weigh cows with. <laughs> In barns. <laughs> and she put it, she, it shipped to our house and it's, and it came in a box and she put it in my room and I was like, I'm not taking it out of the box. I'm just going to lose weight. I'm going to go back to the scale. Scale never <laughs> scale stopped working, and that that the scale that she bought me stayed in my room for like a good half year. And then this past weekend, she was cleaning up, and so she just she unboxed it, she put it in my room. I was like, all right, that's fucking. It has its own corner. <laughs> it takes up its own fucking corner of my room. It's crazy. You ever seen the Biggest Loser? You know those scales? <laughs> it's like a fucking like Dance Dance Revolution fucking size scale. You imagine I just have one of those in my room. I have like a smaller version of that. It's like a quarter the size, and I step on it, and I'm at like four ten right now. But you don't know that because you haven't gone. Wait, or did you go on the scale? The fuck! I fucking tried it out. I mean, okay. Yeah, I know. I tried it out. And I'm four ten. How, how does that make you feel? Makes me feel a lot. It feels good, dude. Because I've been fucking honestly, honestly. I'll be honest, and I know you're thinking, "Wow, this dude's fucking delusional." Uh, but no, because. It's been six months, you know, and the other scale, it caps out at three ninety nine. Like, there's no, like, it, yeah. So I thought I might have been, like, 430, 440, but I'm only 410, which means I'm only 10 pounds, like, away from the 300 bracket again. I'm only 10 pounds away from using the old scale. I'm my proud mom of you, Matt. Fucking, I'm proud of you. I'm not going to work on my way. I'm not going to work on it. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm this, I'm this, the cl- I'm the close. 
I'll only be getting further away. Oh, this one's interesting. Okay, if Chris and Matt went to a strip club, who would fall deeply in love with a stripper? That'd be you. Yeah, I wasn't even a hundred percent me. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's very, it's easily you. Um, I I recently figured out that I'm not a, uh, I'm not a hookup guy, but also neither are you, and no. that, which is why you would fall in love with the person, right? And, but I, I couldn't even go through with it. Would you think if you went to a strip club, you'd go through with what you came to do there for? I've been to a strip club several times. And you've gone through with what you well, like, were meant well, no, to do there? So what happens, because it's never like my idea to go to the strip club. Right, right That's right. not my seat. I'm not against right, right. it, but no, it's just no, like yeah. it's never, I'm never the one like, let's go. Like, I'll always be out, um, and I'll have a friend. You know, it's never like, it's not like one friend. You mm-hmm. know, it's like a, a different friend, different scenarios. It'd be like, oh, there's like a cool strip club nearby. Like, it's we're having a great night. Let's go over there. Yeah. And, you know, I'm usually like, okay, it'll be something. Let, let's go to the strip club, right? At this right. point, I've learned my lesson enough times that probably you'll say no. But in the past, be like, oh, let's check it out. I had one good experience at the strip club. Okay. I went to the strip club. And I was with my friend, who mm-hmm. shall remain nameless. But we ran in to, I guess, one of his friends, who I'd never met before. Yeah. And he was telling me in my ear, like, oh, by the way, like, this guy is a big drug dealer in this city. Like, he's, I went to high school with him, and now he's, like, the guy who sells, you know, drugs. He never yeah. told me what drugs. It could have been weed, coke. I have no idea. Right. But, so we're just hanging out with the guy, and he's like, oh, yo, yo, I know you. Oh, you're my friend's friend. You're, you're my boy, too. Like, we're all, like, we're family tonight. And I'm like, cool, man, whatever. He's like, I'll oh, come to the VIP section with me. Because I guess he was balling out. He had the VIP. So I'm like, right. oh, I've never been, I'll go to the VIP section. Like, yeah. Cool, cool. This was also my first time in a strip club. So I go with him and my friend and like his like little posse of drug drug people. Right. And we go into the VIP section and there's just like these three women. Beautiful, by the way. These were like not like the strippers in the main room. These were like right. the top tier strippers. And the guy gets a call and he takes a call. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. And, and he, after like a couple minutes, he goes, guys, I gotta go handle something. I brought this money to spend at the strip club. I don't want to bring it with me. So like... This is for you. Throws us a Kmart bag, like a plastic Kmart bag, with probably like $5,000 in singles in it. Like it was an insane really? amount of money. No way. And I have, you know the guy who I was with. I'll tell you, tell you about fuck. it. fuck. Insane amount of money. And just goes, this is for you. You have to give it to the strippers. You can't leave with any of this money. You have to give it to the strippers. As long as you do that, you're good. And I know these girls, so they'll know if you pocketed it. And we're yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to cross this like supposed drug dealer I just met. So I'm like, okay, man, whatever you say. Oh, right, right. And he leaves. And me and my friend, like the three of like the guys, like drug crew he left with us, had just, we were just throwing wads of money. Cause it's not your money. It's fun. It's yeah, like, I'm yeah. just throwing wads of like $100 at a time in ones just at beautiful women and they're pretending to have a great time. Yeah. And it was fun. So that was the one fun time I had at a strip club. And I was like, cool. So that was a great experience. I didn't, I didn't get a lap dance or anything, but we just had fun in the VIP room getting, you know, their dance and we're throwing money. It's like right. something out of a movie. It was a lot of fun. Then more recently, I went to a strip club, right? I go to the strip club because, again, a different friend this time. Really wanted to go to the strip club. And I was like, all right, whatever. We're in the area. Yeah. We'll go. Last time was pretty cool. You know, may I meet a drug dealer again. It'll give me $5,000 of free money because I didn't yeah, spend yeah. anything when I was at the VIP room. We don't get to go to the VIP room this time. Okay. Because, you know, we're just normal, whatever. Yeah. And uh, I go and I sit where, like, the main stripper pole is and they're dancing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just like I'm not, it just seems dumb to me at the time because it's just like I've seen naked women before. Like, I don't, like, there's nothing insanely crazy about this naked woman just standing on a stage, like, spinning around a pole. So I sit there for a little bit. I throw a couple dollars, you know, be polite, do like I'm trying to fit in. I'm like, yeah, it's just kind of weird. I'm going to go sit down. 
And my friend is like, hey, I'm going to go get a lap dance. Mm-hmm. You should get one. And I'm just kind of like, something about that made me uncomfortable. I was like, I don't really want to pay a woman to just like grind up on me to a song. Like something about it just felt weird and skeevy. Yeah. So I was like, no, no judgment. You go do your thing. I'm going to hang out at the bar. Right. So I go, and I'm not drinking at this time either. This is like more recently. So I go hang out at the bar and uh, the stripper comes up to me. Because, you know, she's trying to get me to get a lap dance. You know, they come talk to me like, oh, hey, baby, like, what are you doing? Now? You want to dance, right? And I'm talking to her for a minute, and she asks that. And I'm trying to be respectful of her time. Right. So I'm like, listen, I don't want a lap dance. Mm-hmm. Just not my thing. You're beautiful. No offense. Yeah. But my friend's in there getting one. I have to kill, like, 20 minutes. I will pay you whatever it costs for a lap dance for the same amount of time to just hang out. Because, like, it was kind of a scary strip club. Like, it's, like, kind of like a hood one. Yeah, yeah. And this girl was nice. So I was just like, just, if you just sit and talk with me, nothing weird. Like, let's just talk, and I'll give you, like, the $40 it would cost for, like, a 20-minute lap dance. <laughs> right. And she's like, yeah, sure, that seems cool. And I was like, cool. So I give her the $40, and she sits down, and we're just having, like, a normal conversation. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's a stripper, so she's open and, like, has lived a wild life. So she's telling me all these crazy stories. Yeah. She seems really cool. Um, we're talking about movies at one point. We actually like some of the, the same old movies. Oh, shit. Which was not like, she's like, I love Wes Anderson. And I'm like, big fan of Das Boot. Yeah, well, not that crazy. But she was, <laughs> no, the stripper, the stripper at the strip club, like, loved Wes Anderson. So uh-huh. we were just talking about the Royal Tenenbaums for like 10 minutes. Oh, shit. And by the end, like, because there's a point in my mind where, like, right, because he's been talking for like a half hour. Mm-hmm. So I forget I paid this woman to sit and talk to me. I forget that we're in a strip club. I forget that she's a stripper. Yeah. And in my mind for a minute, I like trick myself into thinking I'm on a date. I'm like, this date's going really oh, well. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. girl's really pretty. And I'm like, oh no, you paid her $40 to sit with you while your friend gets a lap dance. This woman is yeah. doing her job. So Fuck. I would, so it was fun. And I said like, thank you. Shook her hand, like whatever. Have a great night. My friend came up. We left the strip club, right? Right. But I could totally fall in love with a stripper, which is why I can't go back to strip clubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was smooth because they're salesmen at the end of the day. People just think they dance. Like, no, they hustle you. Right. So she was making me think, like, she probably oh, never dude. even watched Royal Tenenbaums. She probably just saw me and was like, this fucking weird hipster dude probably <laughs> loves this movie. What's a hipster movie I've seen one time? Mentioned it, and then was like, got him. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I had a, for $40, it was a very fun, like, 20, 30-minute conversation I had with a stripper. Um, it was enjoyable, but I could totally see myself falling in love with yeah, the stripper. For, yeah, I for almost fell in love with that stripper. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. I've never been to a strip club, and I don't, I don't think I'll ever really uh, want to go. I, I, I can't find like, even if a friend was like, "Hey, oh, come with me," I wouldn't be like, "Yeah." It just, just feels not- so weird. Like recently, I, I, I realized that I'm not like a, I can't, I'm not like a hookup kind of dude. Like I, yeah. I need to like really go like go on dates and like feel a connection and like have a good time before I can do anything well, like that. With I anybody. do. I do really think that there is something to like an emotional part yeah. of physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. I know that's like a weird way of saying it, but like, I think we've detached the two in modern society and like commodified sexuality. Most people, yeah. Most people well, no, have. I don't even think most people really have. I think they think they have. And I uh-huh. think it's like, you think that's what the expectations are. And I think that's why they people expect people to have like, done that fucked up right i think it fucks you up a little bit there's some people that definitely can do it like is that what hookup culture is i think so a little bit yeah, yeah and i don't want to like be one of those talking heads talking about it but like i think some people genuinely can go do that right mm-hmm. they can separate the two and they have fun and like those are different people mm-hmm. i think your average person kind of like and i see guys do this a lot because yeah. like as a dude you're supposed to be like, oh yeah casual sex just have sex with all these women oh, i'm cool i do that and i kn- know guys that like go and do that because like they're handsome they got game they go do that and they get like kind of sad about it like, they, they always tell me it's, like, fun at first, but then it's, like, 
they start to you need the emotional yeah, they connection feel like a little bit. They feel fucked up and they don't right. they don't initially know why, so they keep doing it. And right, they're right. like, Oh, this is really unhealthy for like my my soul. <laughs> yeah. Like this is taking a part of me every time. Like I need to get a wife. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's when they just realize that that's not what they're meant to do. Yeah. And like give them a couple more years and they'll realize, okay, maybe yeah. I do want to start finding a wife or like someone to like fucking hustle, like hunker down with. You yeah. Know? So it's just like again, there are different. There definitely are people that like that's their thing. No judgment. That's what we want to yeah, do. Yeah. But I think a lot of people aren't that way. And like social media and stuff has convinced them they need to be right be cool or like that's what you're supposed to want to do. Yeah, and I think it really messes people up. Holy fuck! But that's that's my intro to the show. We have we have one more. Okay, let's do one more. Oh, this one's actually seems targeted at you, Matt. Uh oh. Um, this says. It's kind of misspelled. It says, why adult females who are proud of playing Pokemon have the audacity to judge others? Sorry, say that one more time. This is exactly how it's written. (laughs) Why adult females who are proud of playing Pokemon have the audacity to judge others? I think she's saying, like, if you're an adult woman who plays Pokemon, how do you, where do you get off, like, judging other people? Do, do Pokemon women judge people for like a lot more than other groups of women? I guess for this person, they this kind of sounds do. like your perfect woman, a woman that plays Pokemon with you. Uh, no, you don't. You wouldn't like it if she's into that. I like if if she. I would like it if I introduced her to it, and then she was she was into it. Mm. You know, maybe I don't. I've never met somebody that I that I was like sexually attracted to that all, that did play Pokemon. Mm. Well, no, I get. I don't know. Fucking like you have you have the Twitch streamers, you have Twitch streamers and shit like that that play Pokemon that are hot. So then, yeah, I guess. Well, no, I wouldn't even go that far. I think there's a lot of like normal women that casually play like different Pokemon games. I don't. I think that's a pretty mainstream. I've never had the uh, the uh, you know the option Mm. of meeting a girl who was and then was also like interested or I thought was you know. I I have no idea. I really don't know how to answer that question. I feel as though. If this person's like experiencing that problem, if this was asked by a woman too, oh, it was yeah, because no, that would make more sense if it was like a dude that got rejected by a woman who played Pokemon. Was like, how dare you play Pokemon? I was trying, but no, this is on another woman. Um, Someone was bullied in high school, probably this woman who said this. And thank you for listening, by the way. This isn't me insulting you. I'm just saying, were you bullied by people that played Pokemon? This seemed very specific. Like, what did a person who liked Pokemon do to you? Right, right. And how can we help you? Yeah. How can we make you whole again? Because yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't like my fans hurting out there. Whatever those Pokemon people did to you, ma'am, I want you to know that me and Matt, we're here for you. We're, we are. We're definitely fucking here for you. I don't want I don't want you to feel as though we're not. I, I really I literally I just can't wrap my head around this question. Yeah. Because like those are my two of my one of my favorite things. You know, I feel like I, it's a brain capacity thing. Uh women who is nice, cute, you know, mm. women who is a beautiful person. Uh, and then Pokemon, uh, nice, cute, beautiful piece of art. Mm. You know, put that together. You fucking, and listen, if you're a woman that plays that's Pokemon. That's the package, bruh. If you're a woman fucking that package. plays Pokemon, I'll pretend to like Pokemon. I'll have Matt send me flashcards. I'll study. Like, I will I will get into Pokemon. <laughs> I haven't played since Blue Version. But and I'll, if that's not the question that you meant to ask, try again next try week. Try again next week. We'll, we'll bring, if if this, we're completely off on that. Yeah. <laughs> we might have completely misinterpreted that question. Yeah. But also, you know, commas are helpful. I'm not insulting commas you. Commas do be helpful, I'm bro. dyslexic. I'm not good at writing, but, like, it was hard to read. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. It was a little, from one bad writer to another. We, we'll work Holy on it. Holy shit. Okay. This next one is from St. Jude's Cancer Research Children's <laughs> oh, Hospital. Oh, fuck. I love St. Jude. I love the, uh, 
I love your um, commercials with Jennifer Aniston. Super hot. Really good uh, way to advertise to your hospital. I like how that's what you took away from the cancer advertisement was Jennifer. Makes me want to go. Makes me want to go. I uh, Yeah, Matt's been standing next to the microwave all week <laughs> trying to... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> trying to meet Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. <laughs> well, it's funny you bring that up because what, so what they said... Matt's been standing next to the microwave all week. They, they, so good. Go ahead. They said, uh, hey, Chris and Matt, we personally are not fans of the You Should Be Worried podcast. Oh. However... A special young man, Jimmy, 12 years old with leukemia, is. We don't really understand what he sees in the podcast. Honestly, we think it's kind of regressive and dumb, and you're sending a bad message to the kids. But Jimmy doesn't have much time left. Mm. We tried to get him to meet John Cena, but he wasn't interested. His last wish is he wants to come meet you, Matt, and Ben for his make-a-wish. Uh, sorry, fam. I'm busy. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't even give us a date. They said a yeah, DM fucking, for more. Got big plans that day. Yeah, Ben, are you free to go see Jimmy? I don't think I have anything going on. I just do think. Oh, Ben's Ben, Ben will go see out. Jimmy. Yeah, Ben. Ben will come. He'll bring Malcolm, and uh, he'll. I'm really sorry, Jim. I'm sorry you're going through that, man. I sorry, hope you get better. We, we're just a little too busy. Yeah. with our own personal lives. Yeah. Uh, but if you, but like, we'll we'll definitely we'll send Ben down. Uh, you can talk to the person who's never really on camera, uh, as a part of the You Should Be Worried podcast, and then you could spend whatever fucking the whole day, twenty minutes, whatever Ben feels, um, in that in that hospital room. Um, but then Ben, you would have to fucking stay away for like a week. I don't know how, I don't know how contagious that shit might be. So, um, but thank you for asking us. I appreciate you asking. Wait, um, Matt, do you think cancer, leukemia, bone cancer is contagious? I don't. My name's Chris Warren. You've been listening to the You Should Be Worried podcast. You can follow us at You Should Be Worried podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Hell we yeah. have a Twitter account. You can follow me, Chris Warren Comedy, on Instagram, TikTok, Chris Warren 203 on Twitter. Um, go, go follow me for show dates. And my name is Matt Lopes. Uh, follow me everywhere on social media. I am headlining three shows coming up. Uh, I will have one uh, February 17th uh, that might have, might have already passed by the time this comes out. I'm not sure. No, 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 no. I think no. It'll be this Friday coming up. Uh, so if you're watching this and you want to come out to Massachusetts, uh, go to my Instagram to find out that I'll be headlining in uh, Shelton, Connecticut, on March twelfth. Uh, if you're interested, and I'll also be headlining uh, somewhere else on March seventh. Uh, no, not March seventh. March fourth at the Elbow Room in Hartford, Connecticut. We'll see you next week. You have a great day. Uh, Spanish national anthem. I'm so sorry. Let's let's just get that rolling real quick. Um, we have that here for you now. See now you're straight. Not that's you being straight.